Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis and Benjamin Holden. I am so excited for today's episode. It's going to be hilarious. Today's episode is sponsored by Fabletics Men. And I'm going to be telling you more about some of this month's offers and deals on Fabletics menswear that I wear pretty much all the time for training and running at the moment. All day, every day. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so one of the things I think we actually spoke about on the podcast a few weeks ago, we didn't give too much detail about it away. But one of the dates of something that we've got coming up is going to be changing to... 17th of September. Yeah. We'll tell you more about it once we can release it. Yeah, it's my coach school, da 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 something, event. So big, big, fucking big, fucking event. So 17th of September, just keep it free in your heads for now because it's it's also very limited in terms of the ticket. It is a free event. It's ticketed. So we do know how many people we can have. I can't give too much away, but it's very, that, that, right there I don't like that <laughs> the monster's out been you drinking can... a lot of white monster at the moment you know I know you're a change man you well, can... I'm not a change man but I've just in in the Asda that I go to they don't sell a black and blue one so oh what a shame I've only got one option what a shame and oh one of the other things I was going to say because there's been a few questions about it Mara from Prep if you want to oh, follow along with yeah. the series I've got on YouTube at the moment it's going quite well I think yours is going really well. It's going well. I had a really good run this week at a 22K. However, I'm just picking up a couple of niggles and knocks, which I'm having to... A lot of the time, I'll say to people, make sure to take adequate rest and recovery. But at the moment, I'm just having to yeah. just smash through that shit. Just get it done, no matter yeah. what. Even I've got niggles and stuff. But the one of the other things I was going to touch on which was the Math 180 method, because there was a couple of questions about that. So I really quickly wanted to address it with people who are running at the moment and using the math 180 method do you want to explain what the math 180 method is before i touch on it yeah math 180 is basically it helps you run at your aerobic capacity so either you don't really touch on zone one but around zone two and building your aerobic capacity will help your longer runs and in time it is going to help your your pace and speed runs as well so it's basically your age taken away from 180 so mine would be 155 but if you're quite a fit just in normal people's terms it's 180 take away your age yeah but if you're like quite fit and say you are a runner or you do a lot of endurance add five to that and take away like an extra five do you guys know what it stands for math 180 (laughs) just minus age from 180 yeah well that's not very Oh, is that what it stands for? I've never even looked the, what it stands the, for. The thing with that, though, and the thing with heart rate monitors as well in general is that the thing to remember is, oh, there's a doorbell. We've got the Carl's doorbell. Carl's going to get the doorbell. This could be something for the podcast. I think it's my Nike shoes. Okay, that's shit then. I had to order after my Ultra because the shoes that I've been training in were just... I mean, I've been training them for ages. Yeah, Nike shoes, I'm so disappointed. And then done the run, and I've ordered the exact same pair of Nike shoes that I did my Ultra with. Your Nike shoes, then. Yes. So, Nike. The reason why I wanted to to mention the Math One Hundred and Eighty method is because a lot of people. Is it my Nike? Yeah, look at my lid. Math One Hundred and Eighty method is because <laughs> a lot of people are like oh, I'm having to walk at the moment. I'm having to go so mm. slow. I don't even feel like I'm running. The thing that you've got to remember is, a lot of people when they start running, including us, would go for a run and every single run try and beat you last time. Yeah. Right let's think about bench press deadlift squat would you go in the gym every single every single time and try and hit a pb try mm. and hit a pb squat P- you fucking wouldn't 
And that's the, that's the kind of psychology and mindset that you need to get with running. There's got to be some kind of build up and methodology behind it to get better. Yeah, 100%. I think like some people are like, oh, Math 180 is not that accurate. It's not, it's not really about that. It just gives you a baseline to go off. And with the hybrid half program, for example, on the My Coach School, a lot of the long runs are based off Math 180. So it all the is runs gonna, are. Yeah, all the runs are except the interval ones yeah. on mine. And it is going to help you improve. So, yeah, I it's, think it's really beneficial. The important thing to remember is it's a guide, not a, a govern. It's a guide, not a govern. A govern? Yeah. Like a like a strict thing to follow. It governs you. Governs. You're governed by it. Okay. I've never yeah. heard that before. I quite like that. The other thing, I went for a run in the real hot weather last week. And one of the things I was thinking about is because I've said to you before in the mornings, I've been quite anxious sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll get feelings of feelings of, feelings of anxiousness, anxiousness in the morning. And I think the reason why I get that and a lot of people get it is because in modern life we have so many options and choices in front of us all the time. We never we never actually end up making one sometimes. So because of this, we often then overthink and it's pretty similar to like decision paralysis. Mm. So we then end up procrastinating, not making any choices. But then when I'm running I have zero fucking options at the time apart from put one foot in front of another and keep moving. They're the only options I have when I'm running. And then by the time I come back, my head's in a way better place. Mm. So through this marathon prep, one of the big things for me in terms of a mindset and psychology has been super positive because I do get morning anxiousness quite often. That is something that really, really helps by running in the morning. Yeah, I think my throughout my whole prep for that run, running helped. It just helped. There's nothing more to it than it just made me feel that little bit better. Even if it wasn't the best run, I'd always feel that little bit better. Yeah. Just so, sorry, I've got a notification on my phone there. I know, stop. That is so yeah, distracting. We've got a new app build in the app store, which is great. Yeah, okay, that's quite a good email. Still really distracting though. No, it's not. It I, need, is. I need to know what's going on in the world. <laughs> so we've got some questions that have come in from our listeners this week that we're going to, going to go through. Should we do rock, paper, scissors to see Oh, who... has, have you got questions from people? Yeah. Oh, okay. You've not gone this week, the gist of the podcast this week, have you? No, I didn't really understand the gist. I've, I've written you've, down... You failed the assignment at, at step one. No, it's basically obviously talking about like red flags and icks. Okay. There as well in relationships, which I have tons of, not just from me. Let me, let me go with question one then that I've got. Okay. Ready? What is the biggest lie you have ever told? If you want me to go first, you need to think about I it. I really wouldn't. I can't even think of that on the spot. Oh, You're sure. going to have to go. You're going to have to go. Okay, let me ask Cal. Cal, have you got a biggest lie that you've ever told? God, I'm in sure somewhere. I need to have a think though. Okay. I'll go. I'll give you my one. You've had time to prepare. Yeah. Mine, it took me a while to think about that. That's why I said I'll go first so that you can think about it. Because there's, there's you've definitely told some lies. Everyone's told fucking lies Everyone's in life. Everyone's told lies. But, Biggest lie I've probably ever told. I don't think it's that much of a big lie. I'll let you decide how, how bad the lie is out of 10. So when I was in the start of secondary school, there was this, there's a, a lad in the school who just used to piss me off. Like, he'd, you know, kids who annoyed you. Mm. Just an annoying kid. And not an annoying kid is in like, he was a bit of a nerdy annoying kid. He was a bit of a prick as well. Yeah. So we were in PE one day and everyone's obviously got change you leave your school we had a blazer and pants left them on the side in the PE room went out did PE so I thought alright I'll come back in earlier and what I did was because we had the field next to 
or school where we used to play football, rugby, mm-hmm. but people could, dog dog owners could walk their yeah. dogs on the field, picked up a bag of dog shit, came back in and, and rubbed a bit of it on the back of his pants. You did? Yeah. Rubbed a bit of it on the back of his pants. And then let him walk around in the day for a bit. And then went and told our head teacher that I think, I can't wait to say his name, he shit himself. So then... When that when that happens, they then brought him out of class because they thought he'd shit himself. Sat him down in the head office and rang his mum. That's not a lie. Rang his it's a it's a lie. No, as that's such, because I, we'd, I'd lied to head teacher to say that he'd shit himself. He hadn't shit himself. I'd put dog shit on the back of his pants. That is psychopath behaviour. No, he's a prick. He'd done <laughs> things to me as well. Not that bad, but I was like. I need to do something about this. No, see, I think that's more like oh, bullying than lying. His, it's not, not right. It wasn't repetitive <laughs> bullying. He was being a prick to me. It was like lads getting the room back. I don't fucking regret it. I was a lad. I don't care. But you put and poo on his pants. His mum came came in and brought him new pants down to school and was livid. And ever since then, everyone called him shitty pants as well. <laughs> <laughs> You're snide. That, I, I just think that that is so snide. Nah, he fucking deserved it. Yeah. Well. Like everyone has told white lies at some point. That was point. a white lie. I think so. I did a few white lies in high school. Yeah, and it was always the same thing. So I was a full time swimmer whilst during education, so college and high school, and I, I was just constant. I used to fall asleep in class and stuff, and I was just really, really tired. So if I'd done morning training, and I just knew I was going to fall asleep that day. We, me and Debs would ring the school and say like I've got a doc's appointment or like I can't come in because I'm ill. I wasn't ill. I was just so tired. So it's kind of a white lie because I could have I could have gone into high school and fallen you asleep are in class. You two shoes on, yeah. Yeah, but that I still was lying to them, yeah. saying that. It, so I could have said I'm too tired from morning training to come in, but instead I was like, oh, I have like the dentist or I've got an appointment. <laughs> And then I'd maybe go in for like my afternoon periods. It didn't happen all the time, but a lot of the time I was just too tired to to to, go, yeah. to educate myself. I love how your biggest lie is essentially one that you had permission from your mum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but me and mum had to work on you it together. You must have told lies to your mum and dad when you are younger as well. I don't think I did. I was my. I didn't have the whole thing of, oh, I'm going to go to like an after school, like a party and drink alcohol because I didn't do that. <laughs> I just didn't do that. So I've never had to lie to my mum and dad like where I am I've never snuck out the house I was yeah. golden child it is a hard question unless you've got some time to think about it because I've told many lies in my life which, as we all have yeah it's re- it is really hard to have you got anything Carl? think on yeah so I remember one time I was texting a girl um, mm. and we were just chatting the girl a... ones are always good because everyone's told lies yeah, in exactly. relationships or when you're meeting people uh, this, I was like 15 and I remember I didn't really like her that much but I was just texting her just because I was like trying to text her whoever player, player. i know right and then she texted me and said oh i'm um i said oh i'm going to the park with my friend matt uh, and then she texted me and said oh i'm in the park now don't worry I'll, um, I'll 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 see you there and so i immediately text matt i was like fucking this crazy girl's at the park i don't want to go um make sure uh, we'll go to a, we'll go somewhere else just i'll meet you at yours turned out i texted it to her <gasps> oh. and she was absolutely fuming like really pissed off understandably yeah, that yeah. is... Uh... I'm guessing she didn't talk to you after that. No, she absolutely yeah. piled me off. But she was a nutter anyway, so I wasn't too bothered. Two happy days. It was a win-win situation, basically. That's where sometimes white lies are good, though. Win-win situations. Have you ever had one of those moments where, like that, you've lied to someone 
about being somewhere or going somewhere. And they've seen you. And, they've seen, and then you just had that moment where you go. I don't think you I sink have into no. your seat. Um, I think we've had a time where we were together. Oh, like, when we were meeting at first and we didn't tell anyone, and then we've been seen. Yeah, we were supposed to be somewhere. Forgot we had this thing, and we're out and was and we're seen. I can't remember what we were doing. That has definitely happened oh, to us when once. You, when we you were, had COVID, and you told everyone that you did, that you were after staying, and you went out. I didn't have COVID, <laughs> you little liar. We had COVID at the same time, and we isolated. Mm. Um, no, there was definitely a point though where we were supposed to be somewhere. Completely forgot. Told the person that we didn't forget, and that we were just and we were caught. Yeah, yeah, that was naughty. That was a white lie, though. I had a question. I had one question. And this was from the people. The people. The people have spoken. The people have spoken. On on the people. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even even funny. It's it's just a relationship question. How soon is too soon to have the do you want to get married one day question? See, I've always thought you can't say that too soon. But then when we spoke to that relationship therapist, when she was talking about bringing up about marriage and bringing up about kids, there's that toss up, isn't there? Could you potentially really put someone off versus if you get in too deep and it's like, now they don't want kids. Now they don't want to get married. Yeah. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. See, we spoke about it within two weeks. I don't, I don't <laughs> think for me personally, there's anything wrong with asking that question. And if people are put off by it when you first bring up in topics of conversation, it's probably not a first date topic of conversation. I don't, but yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing it up fairly early on and just having it in discussion. I mean, you can bring, you don't have to get, put them on the spot and be like, "Do you want to marry me?" It could be one of those things about it's you start talking like, about family yeah, getting married, friends, question. yeah, and then just slip it into conversation. I think I did that with you. Mine's a bit like no, you didn't. You were just full psycho. No, I wasn't. Yes, oh, right, okay. Before I even proposed, you were looking at. Booking wedding venues before we went away on holiday. Yes, but we had been together for nearly four years. That is different. In the first two weeks that we were like dating, I was just a bit like, "What do you think about marriage? Like, what do you what do you think about it? Like, kind of like hedging, like, like what? Just not even asking. What do you think? Like, yeah, yeah, I'd want to get married one day. Bing, tick, done. Didn't ask you. Did you, Ben? We're gonna get married. What? You can just ask you the question. It was more of like a because I remember asking it's you. It's like slide it in there you just slide it in then at really casual and then just move on to the next conversation because i'm the type of person who needs to know that information yeah. because then why i i want to get married one day which i am yes yeah, so basically don't don't so turn I it into was, who wants to be a millionaire moment yeah yeah, spot, yeah i think just like hedging it in if you personally want to know just like slide it in there yeah quite easily mm-hmm. that was my only question Agreed. okay i you had another one which yeah i had another one which was on, on relationships have you ever been cheated on and why do you think you did? I think that's a whole question to answer. I think, I think saying why did you get cheated on is definitely not on you. It's like on the person who cheated on you. But I just told Ben before. So I was cheated on in my relationship before Ben. However, I had already broken up with this person and then I had found out like two months later by someone else and we were in work and I got this phone call from my friend being like, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but da-da-da-da-da, was with another girl. And I was like, and you were like, who's on the phone? I was like, I think I got cheated on. <laughs> like I was just, I was just not bothered though. Cause I ended the previous relationship 
a bit weird that obviously was cheated on and I didn't know that kind of makes me feel super uncomfortable and like very lacking of trust because I'm like how do you manage to do that and like how, how like what kind of person are you to do that to someone else i don't think i did anything wrong however they were quite snide mm-hmm. a lot of the time they used to talk to other girls in very strange ways and i was like oh like it's all right i forgive you what the fuck i would not be like that now yeah. so it was just a bit of a weird one for me i don't really i don't think anything of you it, were though. kind of almost already on the verge of breaking it off anyway though weren't no, you no no we'd already broken up oh when it was all weird yeah pre-breakup yeah. yeah so you're kind of semi happy already a bit like it's just like break out the red panties baby <laughs> going to vegas <laughs> it was just kind of like yeah you know when you're just not right for someone that's what i think that relationship yeah. was which is fine like i've no bad bad blood with any of my actors i'm not a horrible person i'd always be like selling the street hi mm-hmm. but that's as far as i'd go with it yeah i've been cheating before i think i was thinking about this and it's I think sometimes there's a, a, a deep down reason of why it may have happened. And it's probably because I didn't take the relationship that serious anyway. I don't think there's any excuse for, by the way, that ever cheating on someone, you should just break it off. Yeah. But I think if I was to think, oh, why did that happen? It's probably because I didn't take that relationship that serious. So did she take the relationship that serious? So then she thought, it's not that deep. So I'll just go and do what I want. Yeah. But then it's still not, it's still not an excuse. I'm just trying to reflect on potentially why did that happen? Yeah. I'd, yeah. It's definitely, you can't, um what's the word you can't condone what they did but oh, you no, can why you can try and think like did i, I think you, I, I think you, that you can push people away in relationships but i think if you're pushing people away then the the person should just be like asking questions or cut it off yeah. not go i'm just gonna yeah 100 percent. i agree kyle have you ever been cheated on i have my suspicions yeah no so. yeah. okay it's very weird but it wasn't like the relationship was crap and it was very much ending and then yeah in terms of like timings and past behaviors got some pretty strong suspicions that something weird yeah happened. but yeah it was crap when i realized that it was happening but you know it's one of those things very much happier that it was over now but yeah it's not a great feeling is it no you can get mm-hmm. you can get people who you can actually hire people who spy on partners and stuff a private like investigator that's illegal yeah. is it apparently it's illegal is that illegal yeah, yeah you can get yeah i think depends depends what you're doing and like if you're trying to present it to a court like information that they find then you need to have had like a warrant to get certain bits yeah but, but what if it's to just get you're just paying someone to follow some somebody else around i think yeah, that's I think still between two years probably might be fine as long as they're not breaking entering and doing all kinds no, of no I'm, I'm worried i'm, I'm wondering it was you who told me yeah, that it yeah, was yeah. illegal. I'm wondering is after the legislation, like what what would it be classed as though? Well, you're they're like stalking. stalking. Invasion of privacy, maybe? Yeah. It, I suppose it depends on what setting because if you're, if you're a public environment or a public space, I don't know what the legislation is, but... No, I don't because they're more so digging into your background, finding information. It's I think it's more so what are they going to do with that information? Are they going to use it against the person? Like why are they doing it well, in the first place? Well, that's what It's like a love investigator isn't it because they're, they're, you're paying them to follow your part i mean if you're having to do that in the if first place having it's to fucking, do you, that. you've gone down shit shit tail haven't you <laughs> it's it's pretty much over yeah. anyway but yeah you should never ever feel the need to do that in a relationship mm-hmm. ever to get a, someone to stalk your partner yeah big red flag big red, big red, red flags red flags right i just need to share something with you okay we so me and ben both put question boxes on our instagram saying red flags and icks so an ick is obviously something when you're attract 
like you're attracted to someone and then they do something and it gives you like the ick and it's just the you're like whoa what have you just you've been really put off them red flag is something that's kind of what you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get with them because that's a bit of a red flag like yeah. someone comes up and you're like oh, that's a bit of a i know i think red flags when you're already in the relationship and they're doing things that is like a red flag yeah, it could be at any point that point now, is what I mean. So that was the general consensus, wasn't it? What like, we put on Instagram. Dead bodies at the bottom of the garden. Yeah, that I think that's just a yeah, that's an ick. Beastality, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like call the police, you're going to prison. Mm. Yeah. No, so this person, right, so I'm sorry, this girl, I don't she may have not understood the question, or or there's no other explanation for this. She just probably didn't understand the question, but I don't know how it couldn't have been clearer. The first one she put, when a guy hurts himself in front of you gets his finger trapped in something and the second one a guy wearing a seatbelt with a laughing Why face is that a fucking joke? i'm sorry do you want them to die i think you know what she's obviously come from a space of she hates her husband so she's thinking how she has how a could, husband how do you know because i went on a page let's get rid of this bell end i'm just very like when a guy hurts himself if you trapped your finger i would run over and be like oh my fucking what's like like that one time you tripped me with raspberry down your neck and I thought you were bleeding. <laughs> I was uh, mortified, but you'd hurt oh, yourself. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, that's not a red flag or an ick. That is you care for your oh, partner. I'll, I've got a video there, so I'll try and send you it so we can put it up on the podcast. It was, <laughs> I was having a shave in the bathroom. You're so tight. I, and it was when I got the new blade. It was like a the new blade. Yeah, I had a full one. blade. So I was having a, a close shave. Got ras- proper melted raspberry stuff and just put it all down my neck. So it was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. And shouted during saying, shit, I think I'll cut myself. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, get tissue. But it was everywhere. everywhere it looked yeah. like blood. That was actually just nice. If I don't know how that didn't give me the ick. Um, <laughs> but then also she was like, a guy wearing a seatbelt with a laughing face. What do you mean? A guy wearing a seatbelt. What? You, you can't not wear a seatbelt. It is illegal not to wear your seatbelt. And do you want him to go through the front mirror screen? I feel like it would give me the ick if someone was not wearing yeah. a seatbelt. I 100% <laughs> agree. Yeah. Just don't be a knobhead. Put your seatbelt on. What so, are you doing? Sorry. Yeah, I had to share those because I saw them this morning when I was in the gym. And I was just like, you're either not a very nice person. You want your partner to die and get injured. You've not understood the, the question. Yeah. Like, don't answer the question. Do you know what my biggest ick is? Is this is this something I've done or is this just your ick? Have you done one of these before? I fucking hate the baby voice. Yeah, I don't like the baby voice. Shut up. I fucking hate it. No. Yeah. It one of my biggest things when people I, do yeah. the baby voice or when girls do the baby voice. Shut up. Yeah. How would, it, how would you say... You're not fucking five years old. Grow up. I'm just trying to think how I do a baby voice. No, it's not, it's not even a joke way. It's when people do it in a serious way. <laughs> how would you do a baby voice? I'm so cute. What you... Jeff, but you're doing it jokey. Do you know when people do it seriously? Like it's okay. first thing in the morning. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah to be fair, that yeah. is that is an ick. That was actually a really common ick that I saw. Can I tell you my ick? I have two. I don't think one is actually an ick though. I think that's just a problem that I have. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm glad we probably and it is because this one. it's it's not just in a relationship or past relationships yeah. or it's everyone who does this. I literally dissolve inside and it's <laughs> gulping. That's a you thing, that. That is, that a, is a fucking you thing. It's actually a phobia, though. Yeah, It yeah. has a name. So when, just to describe to you guys listening to the podcast, when someone's drinking and they take, like, 10 gulps, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Put less water in your mouth and just swallow it once and don't, like... Like, gu- it's like... This is this is why I was worried about Lucy's ick list because I was, I was envisioning, and I know fully behind Lucy's laptop now, 
There is a list of things that I do. There's not. A, a list of bodily functions that I do which keep me alive. That's Lucy's ick. No, Unless no. I'm lying flat on my back asleep, you, I'm icking every single moment no, of the day. No, because, because you snore, you really fart quite loudly and they last about 10 seconds. That doesn't give me the ick. That's a guilty pleasure. But that doesn't give me the ick. The gulping isn't necessarily and breathing, an ick. It's a gulping and breathing. And no, it, by the way, it's not even gulping. No. It's just swallowing liquid. Cal, can you just back me up like how long it takes Ben to swallow one gulp he he has four swallows in one gulp i can't say i've ever noticed it if i want right, to you're, exactly. you're, i'm gonna have to record i couldn't actually make me die but cal <laughs> cal <laughs> hi guys i really interrupt this episode to tell you a little bit more about fabletics men i'm wearing full fabletics gear today just come straight from the gym didn't shower as usual so fabletics men you can sign up for something called a vip membership which is where you will get to use that amount that you put into the vip membership per month to get a load of cheap gear basically you'll get 80 or 70 to 80 percent off all outfits and you can pick up two pairs of all the shorts that you'll tend to see me wearing on youtube or on instagram for two for 24 pounds it's great gear it's all pretty minimal which i actually like because it goes with a lot of other training stuff i work out go to the gym go running it it's all great stuff and it's a lot better price than other competitive gear as well so if you want to find out more about the fabletics men's stuff i will leave the link in the description of wherever you are watching whether it's youtube spotify or the podcast description there is a little quiz on there as well if you can attach in there where you found out about it i my coach benji and back to this week's episode so my second one is being called hun yeah you have never called me hun hun honey honey or hun ick yeah, big like fat ick you've never called me it but that's like me <laughs> that's me as an ick being called hun yeah that's just a lot it's, i think sometimes comes from i always real recognize that game from like older women you say oh hey honey do you know oh here you go hun you know you're in a bakery yeah. and i got a sausage roll or something here you go hun yeah that's not an ick though i'm also talking like if a part yes i know that. but i'm saying that's the only time i've really experienced anyone call me hun yeah when i went from a pound pound bakery mm-hmm. one of my big ones this is this is by the way not just this isn't like opposite side this is like if a guy did it or a girl did oh, it okay people who fall over in public and then proper pretend like it doesn't happen yeah <laughs> Fuck it. No, mate, you're in pain. You're in pain there. I've just seen you fall flat on your face. Just admit you're in pain. You fucking fell over. Everybody's seen it. One, don't pretend it didn't happen. And two, don't pretend it oh, was great. It's so funny. No, you fucking sore. You got a sore knee. It's hanging off. Your nose is the other way. It's not funny. Just, just say you need a bit of a. You need a bit of love. You need a bit of attention there. I'll put. I'll give you a hug if you want. It's not funny though. I don't know if that's an ick. It is an ick. It's fucking <laughs> horrible seeing people do it. It's embarrassing. I, I, like, really I cringe then. inside because <laughs> it's impassionate. When I see people do it, I'm like, oh, fucking hell. He's doing, he's doing, the, mean, he's doing the fall over into the run and laugh. It's not funny. I mean, you trip up sometimes. Yeah, but I'll milk it. No. I want all the sympathy. All <laughs> no, of it. No, but I'm just like, oopsie-daisy, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Like you trip up. I don't know why you just people, trip up quite often. People don't want. I'm people are like. Oh, I don't want the attention. I'm pour me the fucking attention. I'll have it all. Give it to me. Yeah. To be fair, if I fell over, I'd be like, somebody help me up. Yeah. I've really hurt myself. I'm a hypochondriac though, so I'm like I think I broke my ankle. Not exaggerating. <laughs> somebody come and help me. Yeah. That's um. That's an interesting one. I do. I don't know if that would give me the ick. 
I've got one more. Oh, I have a list. Oh god, of it. I'll do my last one then. Okay, this one I hate, um, especially if you're on dates with people. Okay, it's people who talk down to waiters or waitresses. Do you know who? I have that. Where people proper snotty as fuck for no reason, and just talk down to them, when, and yeah. it's almost like they use the situation as a power trip to make themselves seem more authoritative. But it just pisses me off. Yeah. It, because if you were in your everyday job and you made a mistake and people just spoke to you like you're a piece of shit on the mm-hmm. bottom of the shoe, you just feel like crap all the time. Yeah. You wouldn't, it's no excuse to abuse people. I hate it. Absolutely hate it. Yeah. There's never an excuse to be rude to like yeah. a staff member or, or think in you're a restaurant. People. Yeah. I had that written down actually. Okay. I will list off this. This is what a lot of girls have said. Ugly feet. I can kind of agree mm. with ugly feet. Slurping coffee or drinks. Yeah, absolutely. That is an ick. I love a good slurp, man. This one had me fucking crying. Because if I... The thought of you doing this does give me the ick. <laughs> and it's only something guys would do. What? Running up the stairs on all fours. <laughs> right. I have, you know no, I have to do this because I can't wear... A pair of shoes anywhere in our house. And often what happens is I'll be at the bottom of the stairs. Everything's ready to go to the gym. Got my shoes on. Tied them like a big boy. And then I've left something upstairs and I can't be able to take my shoes off. So I've got to crawl up no, the stairs. No, no, but it's not, it's, not the, it's not the crawl. It's when you're on all... It's when... It's, like, it's when they're running up the stairs. That is just a lot, isn't it? Can I bring something up on that point? Has anybody seen that guy who's lived on all fours for the past year? I think I saw it on TikTok. He's on TikTok, yeah. He's done it for like a year. His shoulders are absolutely insane now. The but development he, is he's unreal. actually fast as well. He's he's on all four and bounds. Bounds on all fours. And he's quick as well. Quick. What, what was his incentive behind that? I don't know. I don't know what his incentive was. I Just, think he wanted to be like, um, he wanted to get back to like the ancestral way of doing things, similar to like the liver king thing. Yeah. Obviously, we're not oh, allowed wow. to walk on all fours. So it's, it's ridiculous, but they're very yeah, strong. Yeah, we're not built to, but he's, I think it kind of shows in terms of the human body, how adaptive it is to doing different things, but he's got pretty jacked off it, I think. Well, Devon did a marathon. On all fours, yeah. On doing bear crawl, which is wildly impressive. You had to train for that. Okay. Men with badly proportioned legs. I don't think that's Nick. I mean, I do do get it because if if it if a dude's got a big built-up body and little skinny legs and doesn't train them, then I get why that's a nick. If it's kind of yeah. one of those things where they just got genetically skinny legs, yeah, that's fucking tough shit. You isn't it? You've got genetically yeah. skinny legs. You train them, you do the best you can. But the thing that you've got to think with that is it's a weakness. It's a weakness in the chain. It's not healthy to have really weak legs and a big, massive old body. Oh, yeah. You're massively disproportioned, disproportioned and imbalanced. Guys that play video games. That's I think there's a there's a level on that. Do you know what? This is this is one of those things because when it's the other way around, people masturbate off people of women playing video games, but when guys playing video games, yeah, I think to be fair though, I think that playing video games is absolutely fine. It's someone who sits in their room from wake till sleep playing video games. I think that is, and it, that's not even an it for me personally. That's just I would never ever be with someone like that. Is more so my perspective. Yeah, I think. It's like one of those things that people make careers off it, don't they? People yeah. just play it all fucking day long. Yeah. I mean, and I get it if you make money out of it, great. But like, where where is your sense of anything else in Expression. life apart from living? 
in a fucking virtual reality. You have yeah. no sense of what's really going on in the world. You have no sense. You know, and this is just completely off topic again. I was thinking about the other day. I think there's a massive thing to be said sometimes about self-induced pain. What do you mean? So I went out the other day and did uh, a 22K and it was it, it was torrential rain. It was pouring with wind. They could have swapped at any time. I was just... I was like, I'm loving it. It's fucking, it was so hard. I was pushing, I was in pain. My hip was hurt and I kept going through it. And I think you just, like, when you get the calluses on your fingers, I think you build up a mental capacity to deal with things when you put yourself through self-induced pain. Not pain that's brought on by other people or external Mm. because that can't be helped. But you can stop that self-inflicted or self-induced pain. I'm not talking about cutting yourself or self-harming i'm talking about putting yourself through hardship sometimes to build up mental resilience and i don't think that's one thing that doesn't happen in modern society is that people just playing video games all day sitting inside never go through that so that when they face anything difficult in life you just fold like a wet banana well loads of people made that comment to me after 100k like why the hell would you put yourself Self through that pain, yeah. because i want to fucking see what i can do yeah. i know you wouldn't do it that's fine but don't push whatever thing you've got going on in your head on me like i think that was fucking awesome that's the that's the reason why a lot of people do it. like goggins does it and cameron haynes and people like that do it these big runs and they they put themselves through these different periods or different events which are self-induced pain yeah because it's, it's a test but it also builds massive mental resilience mm-hmm. you're building yourself into just to be mentally physically strong to deal with other shit that comes up in life and i think yeah. there's a lot to be said about it i agree massively 100 percent. long nails on a guy on a guy yeah yeah a bit i think a bit too long maybe oh, it doesn't really bother me but that's very common i ache. think even more than anything though, like nothing to do with the way it looks is a massive inconvenience okay i've got two more one of them's actually from a guy's perspective and to me this is just hilarious hungover girls in big puffer jackets <laughs> <laughs> that's like if you walked around liverpool yeah and I used oh, to wear, or manchester when i was 15 16 I used to work in primark every sunday yeah just be girls oh, bottom half girls with, with pjs the top half was with puffer jackets yeah and then the last one sitting on their phone all the time i can i can yeah. get on board with that i think i don't know if that's an ick or a red flag it depends like how intense they're on their phone mm. i would say it's more of an ick and then a red flag I think it's, it's, it's slightly different. It's more and more common, isn't it? People just on their phones all the time. And one of the, the things that I remember hearing was because that you always get that thing. Have you ever got for food with your mum and dad? And like, oh, when we when we were younger, we used to go out. We used to sit across from each other and talk. We weren't on phones and we were engaged in conversation. I remember Gary Vee was talking about this, that when he was younger, or what people used to do is when they didn't have anything to speak about, they'd just fucking sit in silence. People used to love, people love banging that drum about, oh, back in my day, it was, well, back in your day? No, it fucking wasn't. I mean, there was some stuff that was probably better, but you sat there in silence, not fucking talking, we had nothing to talk about. You weren't sitting there at a meal, speaking from fucking start to finish. And people will sit on phones sometimes. I don't think I've got a massive issue with people checking the phones. Obviously, don't be a major dweeb and just sit there from start to finish and be rude on your phone. But I think people who bang that drum about, oh, back in my day, and everything was better back in my day. No, it fucking wasn't. Yeah, I think with Gary Vee, they take with a pinch of salt because that's just his perspective. He doesn't know what everyone did. Yeah, I know. He's speaking, he know he's what speaking what from personal did. experience when he's sat in restaurants and stuff. I would never go to a family dinner and, and try, I would like really try and not be on my phone. Like personally, whether it's just mum and dad 
or Megan, I would really try and make a conscious effort to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm, I work on social media, so my phone fucks me off sometimes. I So when I'm out with friends, the worst thing is if you're having a conversation with someone and they are on their phone, I, I stop talking. I do it with you sometimes. I will stop talking and I'll say, right, I'll wait till you're done and then I'll continue. And that's just my way of dealing with it because I know they're not 100% listening to my conversation if they are if they can concentrate on texting. I think it, that sometimes comes with maturity and self-awareness though because I, mm. when I was younger, I used to go to family dinners and set up my phone and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. So being aware with what you're doing, but yeah. I would... Yeah, if I, was with, if, I was, if I was with Nan and Gramps, the phone was not even coming out. I am spending like special time with them away from my phone. But I did have quite a few red flags that I actually do believe are red flags in relationships in terms of like would, I mean, so I mean, these have never personally happened to me and I don't know if they've happened to you before. Okay, so if they're different with you in front of other people. So I can't get on board with that one. So what does that really, does that mean? So if, so say if we went out somewhere and we first started right, dating. everyone's going to be different in front of other people. That's bullshit. I'm not going to act the same if it's us three together, me, you and Carl, as if in front of my mum and dad when it's me and you. Every time you're yeah. in front of a different group of people or a different environment, it's like being in, it's like when you speak on different social media platforms, you speak differently. It's when you're in different rooms, you speak differently. People don't act exactly the same in front of every single audience because you're not, you don't know that every single person the same way. You have working, professional, social relationships, mm. sexual relationships, people who you know, people who you hardly know, people who are older, people who are younger. You're always going to act different in front of other people. Yeah, I can kind of agree with what you're saying there. If I'm out with the girls, we're all giddy, laughing. If you're out with the lads, you're like really loud and yeah. boisterous and you're being lads are being... And then with my mum and dad, you're really like a bit calmer. You'd never fart in front of them, for example. Well, <laughs> well no, just, you would have to go out the room. No, I'm SPD instead. But no, that is true, actually. It's mm. you, you do, you don't change as a person, but you might act a little bit different, differently, speak a little bit differently. Like I speak to Megan, my sister, very openly, very like sometimes we argue, stuff like that. I wouldn't necessarily speak like, a, to, like if I'm with Cal like that. Yeah. So that's a very good point. I didn't understand that one at the start. I was like, I mean, mm, I, mean, I, what do you I, mean? I get the fact that in terms of someone's completely 180, yeah. 360, whatever, like, different yeah. person and they completely change the morals and yes. even their opinions change yes. or views on things change. I get that. Yeah. But, there's you're going to act or be a different version of yourself and different from different people yeah when he downloads tinder while together and messages girls behind your back shit should i delete that oh hilarious see that to me if i was in a relationship with someone and they downloaded tinder see you later we're we're broken up is that a red flag or is that just cheating? That's, yeah, it's yeah, that's just cheating, cheating it's not isn't even it? A red flag. It's just that's, you've gone. That's past... not red flag. That's just concrete. See you. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, it is, isn't it? If, if they download the app, yeah, that is. Pack your bags, you're mate. already. What you're are off. you doing? Yeah, all right, okay. You got your marching orders. <laughs> Changing name of contacts to cheat and talk to other people. Again, that's, that's not, not even a red flag. You're already marching orders. Yeah. To be fair, red flag. If you're changing people's names, I changed someone's name. Whose name did you when change? I was get, when I was getting your ring done, <laughs> I had to, I saved him what his Instagram name is. I'll, I'll tell you what it is because he's great on Instagram. It's called the London Jeweler. 
And I start calling him. Remember what is? I changed his name to my stupid name. Like ever. Jeff or I something. I remember it came up a pink. I was on the, on the stairs having a uh, a Barry White, and you were downstairs waiting for me to go for a walk. And his name came up on my watch. He messaged me about something. Oh shit! Oh, and your phone was downstairs. downstairs yeah, and you said who's what. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, because it pinged. I put like, some stupid name in. It was like four pings, wasn't it? Because yeah. he must have been sending you pictures or something. Okay, that is completely different. No, but I'm just saying that's the that one is, time I've yeah. done it. To be fair, that's quite funny though. Okay, they go out their way to hide their phone or always have it on do not disturb. That is a, I think that is a red flag. I mean, that's just an inconvenience. I've got to do it the same, isn't it? Yeah, that is. I th- so I think what they must mean by that is they don't want their phone to ping. So say if my phone was there and it pinged. Yeah. I mean, mine's on do not step now because of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> but to save it must be like yeah. if it was pinging loads and then the partner looked over and was like, who's this? Yeah. I think just, yeah, maybe that is a I red flag. I think certain times where you can seem sneaky and it's not for that reason it doesn't mean I, to. I felt super sneaky that whole time I was trying to organise all that stuff for when we had the proposal because I think sometimes what happens <laughs> is in relationships your partner can be doing something nice for you being super sneaky and you mm. can think it's sneaky so just be yeah. careful you don't go too you don't go kind of too hard in too quick because he might be doing something for you well do you remember I had a conversation with Loz so I had a conversation with my best friend and I was like oh, this, is, this must have been two weeks for America and I was like I was like, Ben is acting, re- I think I've done something, like something's going on with Ben. Lauren knew, so yeah. she was like, no, 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 like I think maybe you're just, you're a bit stressed with your ultra, you're ready for your holiday. Bless her, she must be thinking, Lucy, he's about to, because you Suppose, were, yeah. you were very, stressed you were very like sweat. stressed and frantic, you weren't sleeping, you were really anxious and I was like, oh my God, like have I done something? Oh, I accidentally got black pen on myself. Is that what you were looking at? Yeah. Yeah, I accidentally marked myself with felt tip. Where is it? <laughs> I don't know how I did That's it. That's for me, you know. Do you know when you go out, have you ever been out with someone on a date or gone out with someone or whatever and they've got dirty clothes on? Just dirty. Unhygienic. No, just dirt. Yeah. That, okay, but you're literally looking at our model figures there. So that can't really give you the ick. That was an accident. That whole thing gives me the ick. Yeah, <laughs> that whole That whole thing there. Okay. This one is very interesting. How many of these red flags have you got? I well, this was the this is what I thought the podcast was. Okay. And I think it's very important. There's only three more and they're all, they're very good. Okay. Not letting you post certain photos of yourself because it may be too revealing yeah, on social I can media. Be on board with that. Yeah. What is too revealing? Nipples. Well, that's getting as taken in down like anyway, isn't as it? in like underwear that only covers your nipples. Like sexy underwear, I would never this, post. This comes down to, I don't think there's, you can't set guidelines for this. This comes down for the discussion between two people. Yeah, no, I agree with that. There's, we we absolutely know our boundaries with each other, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I would never really post like sexy lingerie. There's companies who've approached me and I've turned them down and said, no, because I'm not going to post it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not comfortable. Like that is for Ben. It, that's, and that's fine. But loads of the people work with underwear companies like really well and they post sexy lingerie that's just not not something i do and i don't think you'd love that i think there's different either. ways people do it as well some people can do it classy some people can do it yeah. funny like when on holidays running to see whatever and then some people just do it like full-on slut mode mm. and there's, there's differences in that i think the context of of the post as well i have two more yeah someone who can easily lie no matter how small they think it is I think being able to lie like that. 
if I try to lie to you, you know, I cannot, you know instantly when I'm trying to say something. There's things that, that so I, just, I can't do it. Come out with people's human behavior when they lie, isn't it? I think when you know someone, you know how they usually act, then you'll yeah. know when they're lying. Yeah. And so there's just no point doing it in the first place. I don't think I've ever, ha- ever got away with a lie. I have. I think sometimes. What do you mean? You have? What have you lied about? <laughs> Shit on Bobby Brown's pants in high school. <laughs> no, I meant in our relationship. We we just know each other too well now to do that. I, do you know what I think? It's just too far. I think sometimes it's a skill. Is in you lie so well it's manipulating and people don't realise it's even happening. Well, I even think in it must be in either prosecutors or defense defense's job. They they they've got to always be a good liar in some cases because one of them's guilty. But they're lying. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We've, I so mean, in we've that kind of, court. I mean, I know I'm taking this outside of relationships, but I think I think that requires a certain skill to be able to lie under pressure. I cannot lie. You, I could. I don't know what I. You would know. No, you are terrible. Yeah. You wouldn't. You could look at me. I'm bright red. I'm sweating. I'm like not looking. At, I can't do it. So I don't even bother. Mm-hmm. Cal, do you ever lie? What do you mean ever lie? Everybody lies. No, I know. I'm just like. When, understanding I, when it. I was little, I used to lie all the time, and I realised that it's actually a problem because you need to keep track of it. And then, lie after lie, yeah, build up. It, I heard Jordan Peterson talking about this, but like when you lie and say, "Oh, my uncle's a, I don't know, a rocket engineer or whatever," and then your friends meet your uncle three years later, and they go, "Oh, I thought you were a rocket engineer," and then it turns out, "Oh no, you weren't," and then you go, "Oh well, he yeah. used to be," but then then he turned into and it just got to tell another lie, so cover a lie. Yeah. It's way easier to just try your best to never ever do it, and if you get out of the habit, it's easy. I've saw, I've saw, or I read that in Jordan Peterson's book. I think where he's talking about lying. There's, there's a chapter on it. Yeah, he says it's like a hydra. So uh, you know, yes, in that was it. It's like there's yeah. a big snake, and when you chop its head off, two more come up. Come back, yeah. So every time you lie, you have to like, one. You need to tell two more to cover that one lie, and it's so much easier if you just never, ever, ever, ever do it, and then just promise yourself you you're not a liar. It's the, and then I think even when you've lied, if you need to kind of unravel it because you're feeling this weight on your shoulders, it's better to take the hard right straight than away. the easy left. Yeah. And though it, the consequ- consequences may be tough, at least in your upcoming days, weeks, years, it's easier to, to deal with. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so if you listen to this, just try and not... Because it's white lies, isn't it, that get people in trouble? They say something and then that's when you're going to have to keep keeping yeah. up with the, the white lie you've just said that could have been tiny, but then it's... It's like I've I was re- throughout the whole ultra I could have made up tons of excuses why I wasn't going out and drinking. The my protein event, for example, one of the guys was like, "Why aren't you coming the next day?" I was like, "Oh, I need to go and do a thirty k run. It's my last run before my ultra." I could have been like, "Oh, I've got a family occasion," or but it was nah. I'm I'm going on a run. Yeah. So that was quite hard because I felt really pretty awkward. Valid. Mm, people excuse? wouldn't. Say, I don't think people not, would see that. Is I think it's a pretty valid statement to make. Yeah, but I could have easily tomorrow. made up like, oh no, no, I've got like a family. Yeah. It wasn't. It was like, nah, I've got this to do because that is just. Mm-hmm. It's obvious you'd see me running. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one more. Cool. And I don't know. If this is a red flag or an ick, but being dead reliant on their mum. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a red flag because what well, also what age. Yeah, 16, 17, 18, 19. There's this, there's this guy in my dad's... It comes down to well, a lot of the red flags that you spoke about. I sometimes used to work at my dad's work through summer when I was 15, 16, when I was kind of end of high school, yeah. start of sixth form college. And 
I used to go in and do packing. So mm-hmm. they used to provide advertisement for sporting company. So I used to go packing all the posters, JJB, JD. Oh, wow, JJB. Remember JJB? Yeah. So packing all these up, posters, roll them up, doing about 100, done. Next one, another 100, done. Go on, look at you there. Speed demon. <laughs> and there's this guy in there who was a packer. And every day he came in with his jam butties in a lunchbox, 40 years old, by the way. Jam butties in a lunchbox, chopped into those little squares, crusts off. Little cheese drink, little yogurt drink. His mum made his pack lunch every day, still 40 years old. And yeah, he used to go that. home every evening, all night, and blast, blast PlayStation. Just He was like a, just a big kid. Yeah. Yeah, see that. What's stepbrothers? They were Fucking very reliant on fella. their mums. That kind of thing for me would... Because you don't, you don't always know people's circumstances. On your drum, <laughs> on your drum set. set. You don't always know people's circumstances. As in they might have been in a really long relationship, lived away from home and something's happened. They've had to move back home. That isn't being reliant on your mum. That's just saying, look, I need your help for a little yeah, bit. But Can you, know you support the, me? The biggest phrase is? No. When you ask anything. I just need to check with my mum. Oh yeah, that's, you should. Yeah, you, you get to an age where you, yeah, you past, don't past have to. 10 years old. No, I don't think past 10 years old. You still ask your mum. I ask my mum and dad everything at 10 years old. And if you didn't, what are you doing? You're a wild child. <laughs> yeah, it depends how independent you are. No, 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 no. 10 is too young for me. I'm so, okay. So I'm also talking when you're an adult and you're, I know you're what starting you're to become about, independent, yeah. you should definitely try and be more independent as much as you can be. But then obviously if you need support, that is obviously absolutely fine. It's just what ex- the jam butties at four years old. You should be making your own lunch. If you want it in a packed lunchbox or not, you should be putting the sandwiches in there yourself. And that is my red flags. They weren't all my red flags, by the way. They were no, what I everyone know. else. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, that would Christ. be God. They were just what everyone else has said to me no, I that, on yeah. Instagram. But I thought they were quite good. Either way, do you want my, uh, my final question? <sighs> yeah, I'll, I'll ask this to both of you as well. Is it going to be really hard again when we're going to uh, well, be? Well, I've, I've already got one as well, so I can. Say my Gavins, but have you ever had a paranormal experience? Wow, we've just completely thrown the relationship topic. Yeah. I'll come back to you. Yes, I have. Do you want to go? Come back to me, I need to think about it first. Unfortunately, no, I've never had anything like that. What is uh, your thought on, para- on pa- paranormal activity and ghosts? If I'm being totally honest, I just think it's a big load of bollocks. Cal, do not say that in this house because okay. it will get haunted. Yeah, right. That is how I yeah. feel about it. It's not me. I'm not that. I'm Cal not doesn't live here. Yeah. <laughs> Cal does not live here. I'm, I'm sorry to all that, the spirits. Yeah. No, no, see that. So I don't, I'm, I'm personally not religious. I like to think there's something beyond afterlife. Beyond afterlife. Just because it's a nice thought for me. Yeah. I also don't like saying out loud what Cal just said really? where you don't, believe in like ghosts because i'm like well did you not watch paranormal activity what oh, what is the other thing called where it's not ghosts it's something which is more aggressive a spirit no poltergeist there you go could you all fucking say it in the house we're like that people used to play with ouija boards and they used to move no, see, that? That Lu- ouija boards. absolutely not ben. You, Carl? no nope never played with them you shouldn't play with them i don't think they i mean the whole thing is i've, I've definitely had a paranormal come on that's what let's, let's get to it I don't know. I think it's true though. So me and my best friend, both, she had it worse than me. See, that's not that a time was, to That was the poor guy. You shouldn't joke about it then. Sorry. Um, so my best friend's dad died when we were on holiday. 
Yeah. And we were about 14. And we we saw him. Like two days later, we ca- we we saw him. We saw something. And we both looked at each other like, yeah. And I, you can't explain it, but we did. We saw, saw him. him where? We were outside. We were in Spain at the time. We'd gone, we'd moved to a different place to stay. And we were just walking. And it was like he was there. For, for like what length of time do you think you like, saw Like 0.0. Point... Clear as day? No, not like a hologram. There was like, it was just kind of. Figure. Kind of like clouded. Bear in mind, we're in boiling hot Spain. Yeah. It's clear as day. Something was clouded. And then she had more than me after that. And they feel weird. We both looked at each other and we're like, oh my fucking God. Really? You that both she saw dad. It? Yeah. We were only 14, 15. I still to this day like to think that's true. Yeah. Even if it's not, and people can tell me it's not, I don't actually don't care what they say. It's nice for me to know that we thought that was See, true. With, with some of those situations, and I spoke to family members about this before, is I sometimes think, and this isn't taken away from what, what you said you saw, is that people want to see past relatives or mm. family members that they love so much that they almost create someone mm. actually being there because they really miss them that much, which is horrible. And they almost create this experience or not this experience, but they almost create this vision in their, their head. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. That's definitely, I think it would explain the vast majority of these Science. cases. Yeah. yeah. So my paranormal experience isn't really something I've physically seen, but I went to, I don't know if Carl, you ever went there, but Denby Mental Asylum. Yes. Did you, you go? You put yourself in that situation, Ben. Yeah, it's horrendous. It's so, 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 so. So, so for anyone who's listen to, listening or watching the podcast who doesn't know what Denby Mental Asylum is, it is a mental asylum in Wales. So it's it's not too far away from where I've always lived. It's about forty five minutes away. It was known as the most haunted place that they ever went to. On what was the program called? ghost program biggest one on tv ghost hunters or something. might have been ghost hunters or something and they wouldn't stay there because they said it was so haunted we i went there about three or four times why just went me and see that's not me and the lads never. went there once when i was about 15 it was kind of one of those things yeah but have, do you ever read goosebumps when you're a kid have, or no. kids scooby-doo all that kind of stuff people go into those experiences where you're a bit scared but you're like, oh, i'm tough i'm not odd. do you that's, know what i mean i'm, that's tough, like I'm a tough me lad that thing at halloween you taught me to the what was that, that called? was awful Farmageddon. Farmageddon. Never. I yeah. have never been so scared in my whole really? life. Yeah. I've done that. I've done that about three or four neck. times now. It doesn't really, doesn't really scare me. But we went to Denby Asylum a couple of times. Went with all lads. A second time went with lads and a group of girls. That's always funnier because the lads usually wind the girls up. And I went a third time. <laughs> I'll say his name because he'll laugh about it. I went with my mate Ben, and he's quite a big lad, six foot three. Look after himself. And we went there anyway. And I always find it funny when there's a big lad who's proper wuss. <laughs> proper wuss. And from the minute we got in there, he wanted to leave. And anyway, we got into this, this big long corridors in Denby Mental Asylum and everything's kind of ruined and there's there's some padded rooms where you can pull the shelves out and stuff and there's so it's big neglected. scales. Oh yeah, it's completely fucking yeah. wrecked. It's abandoned, right? Abandoned, like yeah. You're not, you're not supposed to be in there. Like one of my mates fell through one of the ceilings once. Oh, that was scary. One of them fell through the ceilings, was down on the bottom floor on his own 
with no torch or anything, had to come all the way back up on his own. Why didn't you go down to get him? Well, we obviously met him halfway, but he started to come all the oh. way along a dark corridor on his own. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're in this corridor and we all stop. It's pitch black. And I go, if there's anybody there, make a noise, move, say something. And he's going, stop it. Ben, stop it, Ben. Because he didn't want to hear anything. Obviously, that was real. Didn't want any confirmation that there was yeah. anything. I did. I'm all back <laughs> So I said again, if there's anybody there, say something, move, make a noise. And I threw a little rock. Everyone shit themselves. You're horrible. And then <laughs> he started doing this. He wanted to leave that bad. He started going, there's something inside. <laughs> ben, there's, there's something inside me. I can, it's inside. Ben, it's got me. It's inside me. I need to go. <laughs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> Shut up, you big pansy. <laughs> there's something inside me. No, there's not. You, you, your you penis know? inside you because that's scared. I there's just... nothing there. We we never actually saw anything, but it was really, really eerie. Mm. And then next to it, there was a... The nurse's home was there. So you had the where the patients would stay, and then you had the nurse's home next to it. And the nurse's home was worse because there's Ouija boards all over the floor, scribblings on the walls. There's loads of stuff. It was weird, really weird place. I would never in my life. It's a, it's the scariest place I've ever been, but I've never experienced any paranormal activity there. Yeah. I mean, it's, re- it's very hard, isn't it? I don't really like talking about it because... It, it does make your hair stand on the end, doesn't really, it? I don't really... Because people have, people have come across so many different situations where, like, they... Like, stuff has happened to them. Like... I don't. I. I. Do you ever watch Paranormal Activity? Yeah, it's scary. When she was dragged down the stairs. Yeah. Oh my god! Me and Emmy were like twelve when we watched it. We did not leave that sofa. When you're watching stuff like that, because it's, it's so almost scary. it's so scary because it's almost shot on a real camera, that oh so makes it feel phone. so much more real. The oh, like uh, if anyone's got any paranormal ex- experience, paranormal yeah. experiences, drop them on the YouTube channel because we'll have, we'll read the, we'll read over them and we'll have, we'll have a little discussion next next episode the only other one i've got again i've never had any real experience myself is from stories so one of my exes mums lived in this really eerie house and there used to be little kids that lived there as well and she just bathed her children and put them to bed bathed they had a bath she bathed their own children put them to bed yeah and then I'd, Sorry, your ex's mum had bathed her children. Yeah, and put okay. them to bed when they were younger. And then come downstairs and look through the corridor and one of the little kids was running around and telling me she was like, fuck's sake, he was put them to bed. So we went through and he even said she saw little footprints on the floor, wet footprints. And when she went through to the room, no one was there. And her kids, the kids were still in bed. Nah, fuck that. That's not for me. Yeah, that's not for me. I've just got... My hair's just stood up telling that story. That's not probably... It could be true. Let's not... Stuff like that really freaks me out. As in, I would walk down the stairs and I would look behind me. <laughs> I'm I one of the people who do that. Like I that. still... I, if I'm going for a piss at night, I'm running <laughs> through the corridor, well, by the way. That's why we have the nightlight in the corridor. That's why. Like, yeah, what... If I'm last downstairs and in our kitchen, it's like all glass, I cannot look outside really? of the glass I have, to, I have to turn the light off and i'm out the door and i sprint up those stairs when it's dark i hate it me i don't know i'm not scared of the dark i just rather not look out the glass window and see eyes staring back at me yeah don't you've care been, what it you've is you've been watching scream too much you that's i've why. never seen scream you don't really like watching horror movies do you what do you, you think cal, cal ben i am scared of your own shadow, my own shadow yeah. so i would not and now obviously i'm into watching shark documentaries 
Your girl is never going in this. Last night's episode was shallow waters. They were up to their knees and two people died from loss of blood from shark attacks. We'll not be going in the sea in lands of the hotties. <laughs> I will not be going in the sea. Fuck surfing. I'm out. There's no sharks in Lanzarote. Cal, there's it's none. right near Africa. There was no, there's not supposed to be sharks where this was all filmed. No, yeah, but there's none. You're fine. We had swimming like five times. Yeah, you'll be saying that, Cal, when I'm being eaten. Do you know what? He's a bit of a bell end, <laughs> but Andrew talks sense on this. What on sharks? Don't go into a shark's house. That's because you're scared of the sea. But if no. it, the shark's never turned up at your house, has it? No, because it can't breathe on land. Exactly, so don't go in their house. You don't go in their house, they won't come in your house. Mutual agreement. I I agree with that one hundred percent. You're scared of the sea. You don't like yes. the sea. You don't like pools. But you're scared of sharks. I'm not actually. I would go shark cage diving in a proper stern cage, like nobody could get into. Because I've seen some of them where the shark is like its head is in it. I would need like a full on, like the one that I showed you where it was glass and the door's opening and this guy is shutting yeah. the glass door and the shark is there. That makes me want to be sick. Well, I was listening to the. Wow, I know. I was listening to it. You should listen to it, the Joe Rogan episode of Hoobman. He's done a lot of deep sea diving and his, I think he said his canister, his oxygen canister ran out. So he had to open the door, come out the cage (gasps) where the sharks were and try and find another one. Found another canister from wherever it was attached to. Tried to inhale that one. That was gone as well. So there's no oxygen. And one of the things he was saying was that. So what did he do? I don't know. But one of the things he was talking about when, when sharks are coming towards you is that, I don't know how true this is, so I could be wrong, is that if you swim away, and like flail your legs and go to the top of the the water. They'll chase you because they can't always see exactly what you are. But if you swim directly towards it, absolutely not. I know you're not going to do that. But apparently, that is the right behaviour to take if you see a shark coming towards you. It, I, I think obviously, logically, your basic instinct will be get to safety, swim away. But apparently, that is what you're supposed to do. Well, yeah, you're supposed to hit them and stuff. But if a shark is coming towards you, its mouth open, you hit. Your arm is in its jaws. I'm not saying he's saying hit down. it. I'm saying you swim towards it so it potentially sees you better and sees what you are. Well, they they either think you're in their territory and they... So sharks don't actually want to eat people. They're just mistaking you for a seal or a turtle mm-hmm. in an instance last night near the top of the water. They thought yeah. somebody was a turtle. So they think you're something else. Obviously, you look like seals on a surfboard. You're in their territory and they just want you to leave so that they nibble at you to leave. But when a shark nibbles... It obviously nibbles off like your whole leg and then you bleed to death, which is the most common. It's not usually the injury. It's usually you bleed to death because you are you have to come out of the water and you lose so much blood on the way back to land. Yeah. And then there was like two more reasons why they do it. And it is the fact that you shouldn't be in their territory. But these ones were on closeness. God, the whole thing. We need to get a shark expert We on. do need to get a if shark expert. anyone knows expert. a shark expert who would talk to us about sharks on the we'll podcast. We'll do an episode on sharks. I think it'd be great. I'm so interested. They're such fascinating but scary creatures. There's a, I think there's an image, I don't even put up on Google, Cal, where there's this kind of bit of competition between sh- divers where they were trying to see how close people could get to a shark. And there's guys going like, look how close I got. And there's a woman who actually latched onto one and swam along of it at sea, a shark. Are they marine biologists? I don't know, but it's a really famous image, apparently. If you, oh, if where you she's holding on to its fin. Hold on to a shark yeah, it's like a blue shark or something. Yeah, big, massive fucking Wild. shark. Not just like small. Apparently yeah. it's uh, 
huge shark. I've got an image of it somewhere. Great white. We'll, we'll try and find it anyway, but there's, there's sharks, definitely one. Whale sharks, lemon sharks. White shark expert. Tiger sharks are like really scary. So that's all I have to say on sharks. But yeah, God, if anyone knows like a shark expert. That would be cool. Let us know because that would be such an interesting. I'd be interested in that. I'd be super interested in that. I know. been loving it. If anyone wants to know, the series that I've been watching is called Shark Attacks. It's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus, that doesn't doesn't go, does it? Apparently, though, in terms of <laughs> statistics, there's not that many shark no, attacks. No, there's not. There's not. There's like, I think, so the one that I'm at the moment, they're in America. It's like Florida, California, San Diego, Mexico. This is where these ones have been. And there's like two a year, one or two a year. But on the, the, the thing I'm watching, there's like 13 in a week. I have a slightly interesting shark attack story. It's not quite an attack. But um, when I was in university... Is this you, is this you personally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when I was in university, I was um, working in Costa Rica. I was out there for a, a month or so doing like studies on um, ants and fish and loads of like animals. I did zoology at uni. Um, and for one of them, we were studying uh, in the ocean like fish, uh, swimming along quite happily. Uh, and then out of nowhere, a, um, I think it was a marlin, like a big fish. Um, they have very pointy noses. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I saw one out the corner of my eye and I absolutely shot myself because it was absolutely huge. And then I looked and it was um, just the head of a marlin um, and it clearly been attacked by a shark and just the head floated past me. Uh, and then I absolutely shit my pants, swam up to my uh, lecturer who was at the top and said, oh, I just saw this. Yeah, it was crazy. And he said, oh, yeah, um, there was a great white spot here about two days ago. And we were just happily swimming around taking videos of fish, uh, taking uh, pictures of fish. A great yeah. white shark, the most dangerous. Yeah. They're the biggest, fastest, meanest things in the sea, yeah. And then because tiger what, sharks. What are those other sharks that are really the most aggressive shark in the world? Great white. No. Tiger. No. Mm. Reef sharks? No. Black tip reef sharks? Black hammerheads? Tip. Not hammerheads. It's definitely a great white, It's not ben. the most aggressive shark in the world. They call it like boxer or boxhead sharks or something. Most aggressive shark see what came up then was most aggressive dog breed bull shark bull shark there you go oh yeah wow look at the fucking size of that and thing. they're they're the ones right. that have got the teeth that go left and go right because when they rip back and forth they grind your bones into nothing you learned that last night on this on the I program did. wow Boxhead do you sharks. know what sharks when you look at them they are te- you would be absolutely terrified do you, of one of do these you think ones. that we create moral panics with sharks though, through films and documentaries F- like Jaws. this yeah, absolutely 100% Ab- what was that D- Deep Blue Sea I used to love Deep Blue Sea LL Cool J scary he was in there yeah Deep Blue Sea was really scary wow I'm really no see bull sharks are the third uh, tiger sharks look at, sh- look at sharks with veneers see that makes me smile if they were like that you wouldn't be as scared because they look like dolphins See, on, on this, Ben, it says great white sharks are number one. Tiger sharks are number two. Most aggressive. And number three is bull sharks. Uh, but it depends what page you look on because apparently bull sharks are most aggressive. It just doesn't mean they're the most dangerous. Have you guys seen the image, sorry, the video of the shark getting into the shark cage? No. With a person. I probably it. have. Callum, will not lie to us in a lot of shark videos. I have been in the sea with Baskin sharks. Have you? Yeah, in Cornwall. And that must have been in about 2015. There was two Baskin sharks in Cornwall. I mean, we were not right up close to them, but they were there. If you guys want to see this, I can put this on screen for people to see. Yeah, put it on screen. Oh my God. So if you watch. Where's the... Is there someone in the shark cage? (gasps) Yeah, so there's someone in there. Oh my God. The shark freaks out. The guy's absolutely crapping himself. Does he pop out the top? How does he get out? You can see. 
Where's the guy? So, so it... just for people who can't see, there's a shark <gasps> in a shark cage. They're trying to pull him out the top of the shark cage. Is he still in the cage now? Yeah, so there's a guy in there with a... Obviously, it's diving. Does he? Oh, oh, it's oh. come out the top of the. Yeah, obviously freaking out. Doesn't want to be in there. It's not in there oh, to attack wow. anyone. Where, where, Carl, just... where is the guy? Coming out now with a big brown pup puddle around him. Is that, was that blood from the shark? Or yeah, blood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I can't see him. There oh is. my god. Was he injured? No, no, no. Do you reckon they? The thing wasn't in there to attack him. It just accidentally just got in. Swam yeah. in. Why was the door not shut? Uh, the, there's like a gap in the cage and the shark was just small enough to be able to squeeze oh in because it didn't see the cage it just swam in at full pelt do you think that was that guy's first experience shark cage diving probably his last one as well yeah, yeah. would you ever do it after seeing that no would you do it Carl no I have a bit of a moral objection to it which I can kind of go into basically in order to attract great white sharks to come over and see all the tourists they chum the waters so they put like dead fish into the water and they put loads of things in but what that means is that great white sharks then start to associate boats with food so that the great white sharks then, since they've started to have these tourists diving in yeah. cages, there's been a huge number of great whites like going to inspect the boats because they're used to just getting fed. So that they come near and then, yeah. So I wouldn't do it. No. Have you seen the other way that they, I don't know if they bait them or there's the thing that we watched on that shark program last night where they put really small electronic, electronic pulses into the pulses, water because yeah. that's what comes off fish. It's like, yeah. it, it's too... F- 2,500 of the electricity that comes out of a treble battery so it's tiny but they sharks pick up on it they do that a lot of the time to tag sharks as well don't they to track them I don't know marine biologists I think that's one of the things they do but yeah I don't I yeah no after seeing that video why would you that is my no my biggest you right now the, the biggest thing I've learned you don't go in shark houses sharks don't come to yours Ben you're just re- you, but they're the two things like that does not right I'm telling you right now if I never go in the water in the shark's house again a shark will never show up at this house I know it's not going to show up at this house but we did surf Correlation, and you would not go deep in the water yeah you went up to like your knees it's wet it's deep there's things down like there the that I don't know <laughs> I was <laughs> born to be on land not water <laughs> you don't like pools yeah. you don't like swimming there's nothing in the swimming pool Shark jump for No, no, Ben. Yeah, they're going to come out the pipes. But it's been a very interesting episode. It's been yep, a lot of scooping rela- in. <laughs> if, you, if you've got any sharks. experience with sharks or ghosts, please feel free to drop them onto the. We've actually got a Spotify channel now, which I believe you can drop comments or questions on. Mm-hmm. I think we say and, that every week now. Yeah, and you can jump onto the YouTube channel. Please continue, guys, as well, to leave reviews on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. We, we do read them all. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can do it on Spotify, but you can obviously subscribe and download Spotify and YouTube yeah. and things like that as well. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It was very 360 interesting. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Get us a shark expert on someone because I'm yes. fascinated. Any shark expert, tag them in I'm fascinated the by the creatures. But yeah, as Ben said, please keep leaving reviews. Just type in the Not So Fit Couple. Hit five star. as yes. you do. Leave a little review. Make sure to check out the Micro School app. We've got lots yes. of exciting things come up on there, a lot of changes, plus the event that we're going to have coming up. Yeah. Plus, I think we're going to do it in January. We're going to have the Not So Fit Couple live show. Wow, you've already, wow, you've completely just said it. So we have to commit now. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we fully committed. We fully committed. That is so exciting. We haven't even told anyone about that no, yet. I was not I expecting you to say that. Sorry, just give it all away. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode, guys, and we'll catch you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. I love sharks.